the first first medal I ever got was a third place. And I was like, I was next to the guy that had the first place and they put our medals on and I didn't know. It looked the same to me. Yeah. They put the gold one on me and they gave him the bronze. You <laughs> do the difference. Never got off the podium so fast in your life. I better get out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but immediately he like came to me and goes, hey, I think you got my medal. And I was like, I think oh, you got my medal. Uh... Yeah. But um, yeah, but it's and, and it's kind of comical because then you have like the thought process. And again, I'm blessed to have any one of those. If I'm, if even if I'm in the top five at the games, it's it's an amazing feat because it's the top five in the world. And it's that whole Annie Sakamoto hug thing at the very first games where it's like, man, okay, so you're upset to be third in the world, you know? So we have to be very cautious. But during the time I spent a little bit of time up in in Cookville. I was working out with Rich and those guys quite a bit. And at one point I was like looking and I was like, heck, his son was has like a medal. And he's like tossing it around. <laughs> and it's like strung around, the dog holding it and running around. And I was like, Rich, that's like one of your medals, bro. And he goes, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. That's the second place. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Masters Fitness Championship podcast with Ron Ortiz and I'm Kyle Ship. Hey, open season is almost upon us, and it always gets fun at this time of year to break down what's going on, break down some numbers, maybe talk about what is to come. That's exactly what Ron and I are going to do today as uh, we start looking at the numbers that the Masters are starting to put together. What does that mean? And and maybe what are some of these workouts going to look like as we get rolling? Also, with Ron and me, you know there's going to be a ton of laughter. You've already heard some of the stories that Ron's going to be telling. He's got a ton, as he always does. Man, we have a great time talking uh, and, and just getting ready and excited for what is to come. We get a chance to talk about sponsors. We get a chance to talk about workouts um, and talk a little bit about MFC and, and about everything that's coming down the pipe for the Masters. So really excited as we get rolling into this. Ladies and gentlemen, hey, thank you for joining us. We're starting to put these on Instagram Live. We're starting to put these on YouTube. So make sure that you check out the MFC Instagram page for directions to all of those so you can subscribe, so you can like, so we can continue to bring you a ton more content as I have grand, grand plans in the future, but uh, can't do that without you guys. So ladies and gentlemen, enjoy this conversation with me and Ron. What's up, everybody, man? Uh, hey, so so going live on Instagram for the very first time today, or I say today, very first time ever, um, joined with, and I say joined, it's not joined. You guys saw the, you saw the graphic, man. It is, it is with Ron Ortiz and Kyle Ship. Ron, Ron was saying earlier that he wished he still looked like that. Say, like, you know what, buddy? In my heart and my mind, you're you you still do, dude. <laughs> so, Ron, how's it going today, Bubba? Good, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of taking it low. Uh, we've had a little bit of sickness going through the house and stuff, and then we kind of started a like a gut cleanse type thing. So, it, you know, the activity's been at a a little bit of a lull, but I'm still trying to get stuff in occasionally, but not going to the gym, not doing that stuff. So, it'll be interesting. The Open will be interesting this year for me. Dude, I think the open's going to be interesting for everyone this year. As as I know, yeah. we've we've got plans on on chatting about that today. As mm -hmm. okay, so for those of you that that are listening, you can hear my dogs. I'm sorry, they're in they're in the other room, 
but I've got a great Pyrenees. She's a sheep dog. Now I, I don't live anywhere near sheep, but you know, she's got the background of a sheep dog. And so anytime she hears a bang outside, she thinks it's a wolf coming to get her sheep and she's going to go nuts. So I will mute my mic as often as I possibly can um, <laughs> while we're kind of working through this. But um, like I said, on Instagram live for the first time, and of course that would be the day that my dogs are going nuts, but on Instagram live for the first time, uh, if it doesn't work, I'm sure there's a joke about masters and technology in there somewhere um, that I'll yeah. try to avoid making as much as humanly possible. Um, cool. But hey, you know, welcome Masters Fitness Championship podcast um, with Kyle Ship and Ron cool. Ortiz. Um, Ron, dude, I'm, Ron, I'm glad you're feeling better, man. I didn't know that you were yeah. not feeling well, man. Yeah, yeah. We are a little under the weather. We actually um, we got back from our trip to Arizona uh, kind of head into work, doing all that, you know, again, the nature of the beast, I, I'm a firefighter, a paramedic, so I'm around sick people a lot. And uh, a couple of the guys came in and they weren't feeling well and it spreads throughout everything. Sad thing is, is it just now has it. So, but um, we're feeling, we're feeling, we're doing better. I mean, honestly, it's just a upper respiratory, you know, simple thing. But like I said, we, we've been kind of like associating that with like, you know, just all the stuff. It's been chilly here. And I know uh, I, I'm not trying to say, but chilly here is like 40 degrees. It's like, oh my God, the world is ending. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it doesn't, it doesn't help much, but at the same time, it's, yeah, I guess it's relative. We're used to like 80 degrees and sunny and shiny. So Dude, hey, weather is always relative, man. I mean, that's mm -hmm. the deal. It's my my friends that live up north, they talk about it being hot in the summer and it's like 85. And I'm like, mm -hmm. bro, you ain't hit 110 yet. You don't count. But for them, mm -hmm. that's insanely hot. And so for guys yeah. like you and me, man, hey, when it's 55 degrees outside, it's chilly. Yes, absolutely. And you know, that was one of the things I've always thought about as an athlete thinking about time zones and where you're working out and elevations and all of those things. And I've always felt like I had a teeny bit of an advantage going into like Wisconsin and into um, California because it's so blazing hot here during the summers. And I was working out during the summer is it get well over 97 degrees with like 80, 90% humidity. And you're working out in that and you kind of come accustomed to that kind of feel. So when you go out to California, again, it's like 72 degrees. You're walking around with a sweater on, but competing in that weather is just amazing. So, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely is some of the, one of those things that is, as an athlete, too, you think about and you're like, hmm, you know, even even, we, you know, we talked about a little bit last week where they're going to be located now for the Masters and for us competing I don't know if a lot of that's going to be inside. It seems like it would be, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Well, look at you with the professional segue into uh, yeah. into the, the the masters, man. Uh, no, but but for real though, it, you're you're absolutely right. I think so. So I mean, let's just jump right into it. Talking mm -hmm. about you know Birmingham, you know from yeah. so it's always interesting. You know, you and I were on two weeks ago on that Thursday when the announcement mm -hmm. first came out. So you and I hopped on and we had a chat and and I think I think we were both doing our best to uh, to temper expectations, knowing that we didn't know a whole lot. We didn't know the reasonings behind a lot of things. Yes. Um, I, I feel like we did a pretty good job of not horribly overreacting. Um, yes. 
but you know, we heard, you know, this is the deal though. It, it, so then the next day we saw some, some, um, uh, saw some interviews come out last week. We had Jason Grubb on, unfortunately, um, Ron couldn't be with us cause Ron was out fighting in the world doing his, <laughs> um, jumping through walls and saving kit cat, kitty cats and all right. that stuff. So, yeah, right. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, and so got a chance to hear, you know, about timings and things like that, that, you know, sometimes timing just, uh, um, they didn't have a lot of time. You know, I, I think they've been pretty open about the fact that, that, you know, they had, I, I think they were talking maybe six months. I, I, and this is all, this is all what I've heard from Jason and what I've heard from some of the podcasts. So please know I'm not, you know, I, I'm not in the know of those things. Like I don't have that, uh, that level of, of clearance, um, right. So I'm just kind of repeating what they said. And so, you know, it wound up on the same day as the teens. And and quite frankly, for those of us that live in Florida and Texas, Ron, it wound up on the same day as the opening day of yeah. uh, our opening weekend of college football season. I, it's yeah. going to be, like I said, it's going to be a really interesting thing. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, some of the things that we talked about and you think about a little bit more as a person that's participated directly in competition it, it's it's going to be interesting too, as far as volunteers. You know, it's so close to where we're at too. It's only a couple of weeks out, and a lot of these volunteers, like we were, we were speaking to some friends, and they volunteer for a lot of different, you know, competitions, and a lot of them are not paid, and they don't even get their hotel paid for. They're showing up, and they're getting a t-shirt and tennis shoes is their bag of clothing that they get. And that's, that's it. A lot of them aren't even getting a, you know, a bag full of any goodies or anything like that. And, you know, I, I don't know how you do that. I, I admire them and I, I appreciate them. Cause I've said from day one, if we didn't have them there, it would be a giant shit show for lack of better terms. And to have the volunteers that are all, you know, watching us do our reps and counting everyone to the guys that are putting all the plates out there and all the weights out there that we need and dusting things off and doing all of that. It kind of goes unnoticed, but that is like the lifeblood of what we do in competition. Saying that those people are going to be stretched so thin that whole month. They're going to be there for the open earlier on and then they're going to be there for the masters and have to be now split between masters and teens teens and then after that there's a whole bunch of other competitions occurring ours is happening Wadapalooza is happening it's just like rogue is a few months a few, few weeks later it's like the volunteers are going to be spread very thin and again if we're looking at that as the lifeblood of what we do Granted, all the athletes are always there and they're always yeah. included in that. But those people that help us put it on without it, we've experienced that a couple of times yeah. in, in MFC, you know, where we had a lack of staffing and it really makes for a very difficult and uh, sometimes not a real pleasant, you know, experience. Yeah. Well, you talked so, so you know you you bring up MFC. It was it was one of the really awesome things that happened last year, as I thought, man, um it seemed like and, and here's the deal is I, you know, I, I was not on staff before last year, you know, but man, they really did a good job of, mm -hmm. of trying to address some address, you know, volunteers and address judges and, and, yep. and really make it, um, a, a, 
a priority. Not that, and I think that's the thing is not that it hadn't been a priority before. I just think that they address it in a different way to to really let people know the the value that they held. Mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought it was it was awesome. Yeah. And you know it's interesting. So it's funny, Ron. So I, I love you, and I always I love agreeing with you. I, let me let me let me disagree with you a little bit. So I was okay, thinking about that. You're right. So I think on that weekend itself specifically, it's difficult because they have to they mm-hmm. have to split. Um, but let me let me say this. I think that for the people that really love doing that, I think it's almost like vacation season. Now, right. doesn't mean that they can do it every single weekend. Doesn't mean that they can hop on the plane and go to Alabama and then go to California and then go to mm-hmm. Indiana. And so, yeah, I think for organizers, there is a certain level of stress that that is like, okay, how are we going to make sure mm-hmm. we handle this? Right. Which, again, I think that just forces us to be better. I think it forces us to be more proactive. It forces us to mm-hmm. be better about. And and here's the thing. Competition, too, it, it pushes you to be better. And, you know, so like if if not, if maybe we're not competing with someone immediately on the same weekend, but we're just talking about time in general. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do to make it such an amazing weekend for you that you're like, dude, I have to go back to that. Right. Um, yeah, and, and I, I think, agree. I think, yeah, and, and I think that because I mean, dude, you talk about the judges and the volunteers that I interacted with at MFC last year, which I mean was a ton of them. Um, mm-hmm. Dude, it was they loved it. It was so mm-hmm. much fun for them, and and mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's a, a fun thing that I, I think we can really build off of with everything going on during the off season. Mm-hmm. I agree. Our our, our team of leads, and I'll, I'm going to kind of like toot our own horn. We had a team of leads last year that are like CrossFit games leads those people came in because they love masters so much and they want to see a good event and we were very fortunate and we've grabbed a lot of those same leads this year um but we still need you know you still need the indians you need all of the people that are going to be the judges and the people help set up and tear down and you know wipe things off and then we need the the medics and uh, we we've already kind of grabbed a hold of a really good group that does uh, medic stuff. We realized the importance of that from last year. And um, so it's, it's really important. And what we want to do is we want to show our appreciation, not at the end of the competition, but during the competition by providing them with good meals, providing them with places to stay, um, you know, and that all takes like finances and that's, you know, Part of, you know, a little bit of what we were discussing prior to coming on today is finances and competition and and what it looks like for the games this year and what it looks like, you know, we're hoping this year for MFC, we're going to be able to provide those things and really make it worthwhile for these people to come and help out, you know, Um, and saying this, I'm kind of throwing out a little bit of a, hey, anybody out there that is a, you know, a, a meal truck or these companies that we invite you to call us and go, Hey, we'd like to help you with the meals for these people because we want to make sure they're fed well, that they're ready to go and they're prepared and on the floor. And, you know, we, again, we, I can't tell you how much we appreciate those people um, here at MFC, but at the same time, you know, even at the games and at these other competitions, I just hope and pray that they're taking heed of that and they treat them well. Cause I've seen sometimes where they're not treated very well. Yeah, well, and I t- it's going to be interesting, too, because I think you look at the games. So for anybody who's ever been to the games, whether it be California or Madison or, or whatever, um, you know, there's, you know, there, there's so many people there. 
And, mm-hmm. and so obviously there's a lot of vendors and there's a lot of, 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 of opportunities for everybody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and I mean, what, let's not even talk about, you know, the, the, the games coming up for the masters, there's a whole bunch of, of people. We've talked about how many people are going to be involved just from a competition standpoint. Right. Let's look at, at MFC in general. You, know, you talk about trying to find ways to draw people in and, and to really mm-hmm. um, not only attract business opportunities for them, but, but entertain or not entertain, but, but um, good opportunities for the competitors the judges um mm-hmm. the, the the viewers everything um you know man when you talk about so we had over 500 athletes last year at mfc yep. yeah. um and 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 not only that i was really and, and tell me if i'm wrong here ron i know you were competing a lot of the time um i was really impressed with how many people were there to watch yeah you know i, I think i think when you start talking about masters you know, you start also talking about families. Like, yeah, there's groups that they're not group, but like, like me, like I just travel by myself, but yeah. you know, I mean, man, you go and you bring your kids, you bring your wife or, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you know, it's a family trip or something like that. Like there's a lot of people that were actually there. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it was worth it for the vendors and, and, and worthwhile for people that are looking for that. Yes, I, th- I think very much so. I mean, just being in the back with the athlete area, and I know, you know, we tr- we try to be kind of strict about uh, who's allowed in the back there, but you had coaches back there. You had a couple family members that were the Sherpas. You know, I always joke around. It's like Jess says she's the professional Sherpa when I'm comp- when I'm competing because she carries my backpack and she ha- she goes here. You need to eat this and you need to do this and don't forget I made an appointment for you to go get you know work done and whatever it is. Those people have to be really close to the people that are there helping because they're the ones that kind of like run the ball. I mean, I know I'm so absent minded normally that I would forget 90 percent of that. So having honestly, my buddy Robbie Davis, when he was my teammate, having him there helped a lot because he was like kind of keeping me on board and stuff, too. So, um you know, that's it, the best it, part. When, whenever we organize these things, I always have to. I have to not only message Ron, but I also have to message Jess oh, just to sure. make sure. Just that- Jess, <laughs> only Jess. That's the best thing. The Wait, best thing is you- just go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, the, the best thing is that I mean, it's like our calendar is set. Like she, she has the calendar, and it's our family calendar, and I can look in there. I can see days I work. She works. Heck, it even shows our paydays and doctor's appointments, this, that, and the other. And all I, I'll call, and she goes. Did you look at the calendar? <laughs> Just look at the calendar. Don't ask me. Just look at the calendar. So, um, well, yeah. So, so Justin's so the one. So, so speaking of the calendar, we are yes. a week away from the open. All right. Yes. And and so obviously yes. we have a ton to talk about with that. You guys yes. know, you guys know, if you know me and you know Ron, and especially if you know me and Ron, Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we almost need like a signal person in the background to be like, Hey, all right, it's time to like move on and, and start talking yeah. about things. Cause yeah. this will be a four hour long podcast. Um, oh, it will be, be, especially with the open coming so soon. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. This will become the Pat McAfee show. We'll just stay on here all afternoon. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> just um, keep talking. <laughs> that's right. So, but with the open coming, okay. So, so we're going to get into numbers here in a minute, but I wanted Ooh, okay. to ask you, Ron, and, and I, yes. I, I didn't really prepare you for this because I've been thinking about it. I don't know if you have. Okay, so obviously Dave Castro comes out. He's kind of alluded to the fact yeah, that yeah. things are going to look a little bit different this open. Um, mm-hmm. Now, obviously, man, we we continue to go through changes with things, and I think change is good as long as we're trying to progress forward. Um, so, but they said two things. One, he sort of said two things. He, he kind of said things in the way Dave Castro says things. He says yeah, them, and he doesn't right. really say them. And right. So the first thing, obviously, is that it's going to look a little bit different. And I, I think what he's referring to is I think I think it's going to. In my opinion, I think it's going to kind of drop back to the 
the way things used to look before there were tape boxes and before there was needing, you know, you know, a whole bunch of space for a whole lot of different things. Cause because of things that gym owners run into of, Hey, how do I run a class while I've got people wanting mm -hmm. to do the open? How do I, how do I get things through when I'm, you know, I mean, let's face it, gyms that are, you know, I would say there's probably more gyms that have limited space than gyms that just have all kinds of space all over the place. Absolutely. And I think the big thing for them, for those gyms, and I know like our gym, our gym is a, a very nice sized gym. The one that I work out at, Thoroughbred in uh, Wellington, Florida, it's, it's a great gym. But what they've done too is they've designated specific times. So you're not just going to come in now. That's not true because they allowed for me last year and a couple other people that were like, you know, contenders to go to the games yep. um, to come in at open gym hours. And they sectioned off an area and said, OK, we're going to be doing this here so you guys can work out over here and these guys will be over here. But they also had Friday night lights. They had Saturday night lights. They did things where we could actually participate as a group together, which adds that like com competitive nature to what you're doing as well within the gym itself and brings a lot of camaraderie and those type of things. So I think it's, it's very possible to do even as a smaller gym, but I totally, I totally get what you're saying. And that would be interesting if he does that. Cause I don't know if you remember a few years ago, they actually had somebody, they had, who was that? I think it was BKG and somebody else or do it in a garage. Do you remember oh, they did yeah, somebody Dan, in the garage? Yeah. Dan Bailey. Dan yeah, Bailey. Dan Bailey. Bailey. Yeah. 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 That was the, the total bar double under and, uh, and clean workout. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and so that you're right. And and I, I think they're going to start trying to move back towards that. And, and here's the, here's the second reason why, because this is the second thing he said, you know, he talked about the score sheet being more simple. Mm -hmm. and, and so I really get to think about it. And so my first, my first response, my first response was, well, it's simple enough. Like I can figure it out. Like it, it, it makes sense to me, but I think that's the problem, mm -hmm. dude, I've been doing CrossFit for 10 years. Right. And so everything's going to make sense to me. Um, right. The things that don't make sense to me probably don't make sense to anybody. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so I, I gotta tell you, I think what's going to happen is I think we're going to see, I don't want to say step back, step back is the wrong term, but I think we're going to see a movement back towards what looks like super duper traditional CrossFit. You know, it's going to be, uh, you know, a score sheet that, that, you know, it's going to be double unders, pull-ups and thrusters, and it's going to go mm -hmm. 21, 21, 21, 15, 15, 15, nine, nine, nine. And then when you check all those boxes, you're done. Like there's not mm -hmm. tiebreakers. There's not this and this and this. Mm -hmm. And, and I think, you know, one, I think it's, it's to try and bring it back to where there's not this, this division between what competitive CrossFit looks like and mm -hmm. CrossFit in your classes looks like. I think, I think Correct. they're trying to mold those two things again, which honestly, I think is a good thing. Um, mm -hmm. uh, most of, uh, you know, before I started getting kind of burnt out on competing a little bit, like it, I was just, I was in classes and, and yeah, I was, mm -hmm. I was going really hard and I was dying, but I was in classes. And I think, I think mm -hmm. maybe that's a little bit what they're trying to do. And mm -hmm. I think the fact that they're letting more people into the quarterfinals in lots mm -hmm. of different levels, I think is opening that up because I think what mm -hmm. it does is it removes this, you know, they, they used to, they used to talk about this, that, that, and, and I think it still is, but where the, they programmed the entire season. And so, so just because you saw something in the open, like the open affected the CrossFit games um, because they were saying, okay, if we've seen this in the open, now, obviously with, with, quarters and semis and games like you're going to see those yeah. things again but but it was a part of the whole process i think what's going right. to happen now is you're going to see the three workouts from the open 
and then maybe kind of reset again. We're going to do three things that are very vital, but because there's so many people that are going to move on, like we just kind of want to see who is it that's that's functional? Who is it that's doing the movements, right? Who is it? Mm -hmm. And then the quarters are going to be allow those people. Now we're really going to start it. And now you're going to see the box. Now you're yeah. going to see the running. Now you're going to see the rope, climb, all that stuff. I think it really should be like that. And 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 I think there was a couple of years where they they kind of parted ways from that, and they maybe had even some movements that were more difficult in the open for your average athlete. And I think what they want to do is, like you were saying, they're they're trying to bring continuity to everything, and but also participation, right? If you make it so you know that you're not going to have ring muscle ups in the very first workout of the open, you're going to probably get a lot more participation. I would even say if they, they wrangled it down to like just having like bar muscle ups or even, you know, the basics, like last year, remember they started out with that sprint friggin' burpee bar touch. You had Mm -hmm. to jump up. That was brutal, but that was such a good workout because it was basic. That was awesome. I hated it. I hate it. Well, well, you well, yeah, you're, yeah, because you're, you're six foot nine. I'm five foot yeah. two. Like it was absolutely it was, amazing. That thing just crushed, crushed me. And no matter how many times I re- tried to redo it. And it's funny because I've seen all these things on, again, I've kind of been going back and watching more stuff. And they're talking about running versus walking fast worth, mm-hmm. worth, you know, it, there's all different types of things. But anyway, those movements are the important, like you said, very simple movements. Um, if you have too many of the difficult movements that people are going to get stuck on and not be able to continue, they're going to start going, oh, why should I even do this? I'll, okay, so I'm, I'll just do the workouts and not sign up. Yeah. And that sign up is critical for, I, I think, and we're both in agreement, financial ability for them to do more things as yeah. they carry on through you know, the season and the things that they're doing and the things they're offering to the open athletes and to hopefully to the masters athletes as, as we continue through. So, yeah, it's kind of the, and and it's interesting how this functions, but it's kind of the, the not so dirty little secret of, of the world is that things Mm -hmm. cost money and quality things cost money. And, and so it's like, you know, when you start looking, I mean, I mean, and, and, and this is the thing, like I've, I'm a CrossFit nerd, but like I, I don't do as much media, I think, as other people. And so, like, if there's somebody, if somebody has come out and actually broken down exactly how much CrossFit uses for each thing, yeah. I haven't seen it. And so I'm not trying to call myself that expert. Yeah. However, I'd love to like, see those numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but the deal is, is it's like, you know, like we don't, I don't know what it, I don't, you know, I don't know what those numbers are used for. And mm-hmm. that's fine. Like, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. You know, if this is yeah. a, it's, it's largely a private business. I mean, it's not like a public firm. It's not a government yeah. thing. And so right. like the concept of transparency is a weird thing when it comes to something that we all love and are involved in, but is sure. technically owned by someone else. Yeah. But um, like, you know, like I do, I want a good stream. Now we don't want to get into that with masters and how that went. <laughs> last year. Not, but you know, but like, like, when, oh, when, yeah. you know, like when they show up in Fort Worth, there's going to be a lot of people there. I'm going to be there. Yeah. But also for the people that aren't there, they want a good product that they can watch. Like it, mm-hmm. it doesn't just need to be someone, it doesn't need to be like on my phone with a, with a GoPro type quality. Yeah. Um, I want a production and I want, you know, and, and, and I want, when I show up, I want it to be glitzy and glamorous and shiny and the yeah. same thing. So I say Fort Worth, the same thing when I show up to, to Birmingham, I fully intend on being in Birmingham yep. and, and you know, I, like I, I want there to be a good stream and I want there to be, um, a hoopla. And I just, and, and so that's the thing is, is 
that money that goes there, like I'm great with that. And and so it, it's interesting, little little miniature segue here. So that means that the the budget for the CrossFit Games for the Masters, it's always mm-hmm. it, dude, isn't it weird? I'm still trying to figure out how to say all this. By the right. way, yeah, um, no, I know it's it's it feels weird having to separate them out. Yeah, the budget yeah. for the CrossFit Games for the Masters is going to be determined by the quarterfinal signups. Yeah. Um, now, here's the deal: Have you heard? Do we know how much the quarterfinal signups are going to cost? I have no idea. I, yeah. I, I haven't heard, and I don't even know what percentage of that is going directly to the masters. And then I know, so yeah. they have the quarterfinals and then there's the, the last one, right? The semifinals. Yeah. The semifinals. And that, I think that is like, um, kind of pocketed for them specifically. So yeah. it, it'll be, it'll be interesting. It really will be just because of sheer numbers that we have as masters athletes. Um, it would be, it would be nice if they, they could, you know, kind of funnel off a little bit of the money from each stage of that mm-hmm. to, um, to do what we would need to have done to put on a really good production for the masters as well. I mean, I realize the younger guys, I mean, there's, they're paying out a lot more. They're held their last place person get earns more than, you know, the first place person is the masters, but that's a whole nother discussion. I'm not going to go there, but at the same time, I mean, it would be nice to be able to offer those things. And again, so you have people coming and volunteering rather than everything being for free and then getting a pair of shoes, mm-hmm. be able to offer, you know, whether it be food or a really great grab bag where they have good stuff and, you know, yeah. things that they oh, yeah. can. I, I know I know Rogue. Um, and I, I spoke to a lot of people that did Rogue as like whether they were judges, whether they were help or whatever, and they Rogue decks them out. They got mm-hmm. like you know, all different kinds of stuff, which is oh, yeah. great because that draws people there. Oh yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think, and it's, it's certainly the way that it, it, it should function. So, okay. No, so I you agree. said something, I think, I think you and I, I think you and I have a different understanding. You, you were talking about it, a percentage from what I've understood from, from listening to people online, I think all the money from the quarters goes, all the money from the, from the master's quarterfinals goes towards the masters games budget. Mm, okay. so, so not just the semifinals, but the, okay. the, the masters. And I think somebody, I, I think I was seeing on Instagram. You guys will forgive me. Like, I, like we said, I'm old. I'm still trying to figure out uh, all of our, our streaming capacity here. I think somebody had mentioned that the Gorders were $50 a person. Um, okay. That's what they, they in, pre- in previous years. That's what they've been. They've usually yeah. gone from like 20 to 50. Yeah. Well, I think maybe they were 75 or something like that, but yeah. you know, again, so, and, and you look at the, that number, if let's say they're taking the top, like they did in previous years, they're taking what the top 10% is what it I think was it's 25 this time, 25%. So mm-hmm. if you're looking at numbers and I, I kind of just because I was kind of geeking out a little bit before we started and if we're looking at uh, like sheer numbers, like the 35, 39 division, that's like 21,000 people, mm-hmm. 21,000 men, only only men and 16,000 women. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're looking at if it's 25 percent of that, you're looking at about uh, what, 5,000, mm-hmm. 5,000 individuals yeah. at 50, 50 bucks a pop. Mm-hmm. I mean, or if it's 50 or 75, so that's a, it's a decent amount. And then again, that's one age division. If we were to go through and do all those numbers, it would be oh, yeah. probably quite a bit more than that. 
Well, yeah. Well, I mean, so so here's the deal. Is, so right now, I, I was looking at it this morning, and we got a graphic we'll pull up in a minute. Um, you know, I say we're gonna pull up in a minute. Why don't we just pull it up? Well, no, because I, sure. I, I'll ruin something. I'll, I'll ruin some things okay. that we pull it up right now. Slow down, <laughs> Slow down. Okay, okay. okay. So here's the deal. So right now, there's about um, 111,000 masters signed up. Um, yes. And and so let's just round it off to 100,000 to make the number simple. If 25% yep. move on, and all 20, which we know it's not going to, but all 25% of the people that move on sign up for the quarterfinals that's a 1.25 mm -hmm. million dollar budget just right now we know right. that some of the numbers are going to roll in um in the last week and really the last two weeks um as people sign up but so right. if if everybody right now that would qualify for quarters signs up for quarters it would be just over 1.25 million for the budget mm -hmm. and again here's the deal I, so my side of of mfc is like i don't deal with the budget um, mm -hmm. um, I, other people tell me what I'm allowed to do and then I do it. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, you know, I, I would assume that, that 1.25 could probably go quick when you're talking about a lot of people, especially, oh, yeah. you know, and, and, and I don't know about, I don't know about anything. I don't know about costs. I, I, I don't know about, about what they're paying for, you know, if they're when having their clothing. When you're talking about sheer what. numbers of people, I want you to think about one thing. I mean, again, I don't know how if it's being completely donated or whatever it is the clothing mm -hmm. process but mm -hmm. i know with mfc we ended up paying um wholesale cost for mm -hmm. the clothing that we we handed out to everybody and even mm -hmm. at that wholesale cost we were still like well over like thirty five thousand mm -hmm. dollars mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. 500 people yeah right absolutely. and you're talking now 40 people per division up yeah. to what age i think they're up to up well, to my well, age division 55 59 i think yeah i, I think it's that. that and then it drops down to 20 yeah yeah so it's still that's a lot of people a lot mm -hmm. of people that you're outfitting um yeah. and then you have to start thinking about like uh we also got to pay for the venue Airbnb. you know i mean yeah and, I, and I don't know what kind of deal they get yeah i wish i yeah. i wish i had more in, insider information <laughs> i really do because it's like it's almost like you know agonizing to think about it and not have the answers but imagine what you think the answer should be it's kind of yeah. it's kind of comical on my yeah. end it's oh, like yeah. i really want to know oh, and yeah. i really want to be able to have good information but well, it's interesting isn't it, funny, yeah. isn't it funny kind of as i mean let's effectively i mean you're super experienced in this but i mean kind of as talking heads in this yeah. um you know like we like I really, I'm trying not to speculate on things. Like, and, and I, it's going to happen, and I'm sure that people are listening, going, "Kyle, you speculated on these four things already." But, right, you know, because we don't know, um, right. and sometimes speculation comes across as so overly negative, um, <laughs> and then you say something that's overly negative, and then it's on the internet forever, and oh, uh, for that, sure. that yeah. inevitably is going to show up again. Listen, um, I've already, I've already, I've got a, a gag order in place for my wife and she's like, <laughs> she, she has this, the sheep thing ready to like pull me out of the frame if, if I say something wrong. So she's got the crook. She's ready to <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh man. But okay. So, so talking about, talking about those numbers though. Okay. So we we're talking about the numbers and how many people, mm -hmm. so it's interesting. So I broke this down this morning. I took a look, we'll, we'll pull it up here. Um, and, and so, and I thought this was an interesting breakdown. So this is the men, and this is last year versus this year. Now, keep yeah. in mind, there's still about two weeks worth of, of usable sign-up time left. So there's this yeah. week, which is before the, the open, well, I guess from now until Thursday, which is before the open. But then, you know, obviously you yeah. can still sign up until you put your scores in for that first week. Yes. And so really, I bet you we're going to see a huge jump because you and I talked about this before we got on. 
know, there's some human nature breakdown in this as well about, yes. you know, when are people going to sign up? Like, like, you know, are you, are you one of those people that you, you, as soon as it opens, like you're putting your name in there first, I think my second open, I tried to be yeah. literally the very first person on the leaderboard. Yeah, 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 I was yeah. not. Um, yeah. But, you know, or are you the guy that, you know, you're so experienced that like, you're like, yeah, whatever. Like, I think that's kind of how I am right now. Like, mm -hmm. I'll do it. And when I go to put in my score on Monday morning, and that's purely because I procrastinated, not because I tried to redo it and I'm getting the best right. score possible, but then I'll sign up. And so we'll see yeah. a huge jump. So this is not like an overly negative graphic, but it is showing um, kind of where the numbers are hanging out right now with about, I mean, I'd say about a week and a half left. Um, the blue line, the dark blue line is last year's sign up. The light blue line is this year's sign up. And yeah. so you can see there's a couple with the men in those early divisions, um, really up until about the 45 to 49, where there is a pretty significant gap. Oh, for um, sure. you know, I calculated and, and, that that first number, that's about uh -huh. 10,000 male athletes alone mm -hmm. that are not participating in that division this year. Yeah. So that, but that doesn't mean that some of those people may have been 39, they turned 40 and they kind of right. bump over to the next line. Oh, yeah. So it's like, it's really hard because we're, oh, yeah. we're constantly evolving. I know that's some of the things that I've heard, like even Jason Grubb say and stuff. It's like, you know, we're all looking to get to that next age group because we're the young guy then. Yeah. And it's kind of odd because it's completely, you know, it's the complete opposite of what the younger guys, they want to be young and healthy so that they can compete with the, the other guys. So we're kind of like in a, in a unique situation being masters, mm -hmm. but it's interesting because there's, you know, you start calculating at 10,000 people at 20 bucks a pop, uh, that's a good, good amount of money. Yeah. And that just that one division and just with the men. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really, um, it, it's, it creates a, an interesting thing. Is it, is it, Maybe because it's a new year and everybody's kind of hanging back and going, I don't know if I'm going to do this year. Sure, I'll wait to mm -hmm. see how it goes. Um, you know, I'm kind of on the, I'm not on the bubble, but, you know, I kind of, I, I approach it kind of like, you know, Jason and, and probably any other Masters athlete is that, yeah, I'm a little bit hesitant because I'm not sure what's going to be, but let's make it a really good turnout and let's, try to have everybody there that needs to be there so that it'll be a really good turnout and we can have oh, yeah. a good positive thing for the master's community itself. Oh, I'd oh, like absolutely. to see the numbers have been higher, but again, yeah. well, but uh, again, only... we, we still have, like we said, we still have a week and a half and, and I, it'd be interesting. I've never done a breakdown as, as the time has gone on. It'd be interesting to see what the percentage of signups in the last week alone are. Right. It's gotta be high. It's got to be. Ah, I don't know. Like you said, maybe let's even I would love to see those numbers. We already have the base numbers, right? You mm -hmm. have the base numbers here. So oh, what yeah. we could do is literally like yeah, next oh, week, yeah. if we meet next week, we'll calculate oh, yeah. them again because that's going to be right before when oh, it yeah. starts on Friday next week. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I mean, that's the deal is they'll, they'll do the announcement on Thursday night like they usually yeah. have. Right. And yeah. so then we'll do. And, and so then it'll be Friday. And so, oh, no, we definitely got it. Dude, we got to meet next week. Kidding oh, me? for sure. Oh, yeah, what, it's what, be. And, oh, and I've got, okay, here's the deal. Now I, I got to tease this. I got to tease it. I'm not going to say who it is. Cause I'm not allowed to say who it is. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. See, I'm catching yeah. myself here. Um, is, oh, we got a, we got a guest next week. Oh, you guys going to love the guest next week. It's oh, going to be awesome. an exciting guest and, cool. and you'll understand one day you'll understand next week why I can't tell you who it is this week. So it'll be exciting. Awesome. Um, but 
So yeah, but we yeah we can take a look at the numbers next week. I'll, I'll have those. Um, but you know, so this is the men. Uh, flip over to the women's. The women's honestly, it looks kind of similar. Like you know, if I yeah, flip back and forth between the men's and the women's graph, like it it almost doesn't change. Um, and so it's it like I said, very similar. The sixty five to plus and the sixty sixty four, they're all about even. I would assume that they're probably yep. pretty close to finish with their signups. But women in the 35, 39, 40 to forty four and forty five forty nine, yep. you know, I maybe they're waiting you know, maybe, maybe they decided they weren't going to, maybe they're they're They have decided, but they're going to wind up changing their mind because you yeah. guys know how it goes when open season comes around. It's like, Oh, I've got to do this. Yeah. Um, and then, Oh, why don't I just put in my score? And then, Oh, why don't I just do the quarters? Oh, look, I qualified. Why don't I just do the semi? You know, it's kind of one of those, these interesting snowballs yeah. where, you know, I, I think when the announcement came out, it was, you know, I, I don't know. Some for some people it was expected, for some people it was unexpected, for some people it was it was shocking, for some people it was exciting. Yeah. Um, it's always funny how time tends to to affect us. Yeah. Um, but here, okay. So now here goes. So the next slide, the next slide's an interesting one. This is usually the slide that winds up, quite frankly, let's face it, pissing all the masters off. Yeah. yeah. Not not for a negative reason, but but you'll see why. So so this is the slide of the. So this is the breakdown. So we got the breakdown once again. This year is in the light blue. Last year is in the dark blue. And then we just have the totals. So obviously the, the men's totals were, were you know, way behind. More than half, but way behind. Women are much closer. Right. Um, but then when we look at – so Indy total involves masters and, um, and open and teens as well. I guess I, I want to make sure I include them. Okay. Um, so you see that huge number uh, this year. It's about one hundred and sixty-four thousand, as when I looked, um, and and last year it was over three hundred thousand. So that's a one. Yeah. That's a lot of ground to make up. Um, that is. But, but then again, we are masters, so let's grumble about how lazy and procrastinating the uh, twenty to twenty-two year olds are. Yeah. Um, right. so. yeah it, maybe it's part of their game. Maybe they're like waiting to the last minute. I know with the with the past couple of years when they've started doing the the qualifier being a percentage of people going through. I can honestly tell you, it's like I waited for a lot of things. I, I would wait to put my scores in till the last. You know, or I'd, I'd maybe just put them in right away because I'm like, I don't care. All I have to do is make the top, you know, 20 percent. So oh, yeah. it's it's kind of interesting. You know, there, there could be a little bit of that thought process. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I or, like or here's see. the deal. You know, I, I understand right now you're you're you know, you wish you looked like the guy in the picture. And so you're having a little crisis of confidence. Something yeah. tells me the guy in the picture probably didn't care when he put his score in because nobody no. was going to catch him anyway. You know, well, I would like to think that. But at that time, there was a lot of guys biting at my heels. And I was very, very, very like um, I, it was planned. It was yeah. like my coaches at the time, I, I Duke Van Vliet and, and Jason, mm -hmm. um, from Milford, we we would hold on to my scores until like literally the last chance. If if I began to see where my score had dropped a little bit compared to the people that would put them on, but a lot of us were doing the same thing. You're kind of gaming it and putting your scores in to see where you end up. Just because you know we we were narrowed down to ten slots and mm -hmm. it got really interesting because it's like, hmm, okay, the twenty slots not bad. As yeah. much as I don't want to sound you know pompous and saying that. But 20 isn't bad. You know, 20 is yeah. an easy number to hit into. But when you start getting down to 10, it really, you have to like kind of be strategic because there could be one guy that go, I'll redo that because I didn't push hard enough and end up getting a better score and knocking you right out. Because it's, it's most of the time, it's just 
small numbers, unless you have like a Kevin Kester or something like that in there, and he's going to freaking blow everybody out of the water and have ridiculous scores. But those are the outliers. You're going to have, for the most part, I think, even like last year, I'll, I'll kind of preface to last year. Sorry. Somebody decided they're going to mow lawns here. So, um, so last year I was really close. And at the time of – oh, shoot. Is this our guys doing it? At the time of the game, sorry, I'm, I'm like all like you're good. That's my I'm squirrel, bro. Um, hey, that's all right. So we both are. At the time of doing the, the the workouts and stuff like that, I was like, I think by the last workout, I was in fourth position, right? I was in number four, and then I decided to do something really stupid, and we were trying to gain the last of the last work I was going to do, which was the box jump um, workout. And as I started to do that, my buddy and I were going back and forth. And I was like, you know, I, I read it. I read it straight off the paper and it said step downs. And for some reason, I thought it said step up, step down, whatever. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. we did the step up, step down. And it, I, 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 all I remember is getting a phone call and they're going, Ron, what were you thinking, bro? And yeah. I was like, I messed that one up. And we were on our way to, at the time, going to get surgery for my wife and, it was, yeah, it was like, I was a little upset, but then I'm like, you know what, God, you know what's up and you know how things happen. So in the end, it ended up being um, the right thing for our family, but it was a mm -hmm. bummer because one workout took me like right out of everything, oh, right yeah. out of contention. And then because I messed up on the handstand, which my gymnastics coach wasn't really happy with. That took me out of even contention because at that point, I think I was in 11th place mm -hmm. and it pushed me even further out because the handstand one, somebody else came along and smashed it. So, yeah, but yeah, I gotta say, it's like you, you, you brought it up and I didn't say anything when you said it, but now that, now that, uh, Lon has said it, Lon Allen, one of our, one of our very good friends, um, Lon him. said, uh, 20 is easy to get into if you're Ron Ortiz. Uh, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you said that you know you know i, I love it man and, and that's yeah. that, that's the fun part of being around such amazing athletes like you and and some of the other guys you know talking to yeah. jason last week and is it's really funny being from this because you guys like that's just your mindset that's that's yeah. like oh yeah okay you know you have that in me it's like dude hey man when i cracked the top 200 as a 35 year old oh my gosh yeah. it was oh yeah. man that was amazing um, yeah. and, and we're so fortunate it, it, it's, it's true. And it, and it's kind of a, like a skewed thought process. And, and I feel bad now that I said it, I'm like, Oh gosh, I don't yeah, feel bad. Like an asshole. But, oh, um, no. you know, the biggest thing is, is that even during the time it was 20 athletes, I would still be like, I don't want to be anything less than the top 10. Yeah. I don't want to walk around with a number on my shorts that that's higher than that number. Yeah. And so I, that was our, that was my challenge is to never be above that 11, if you had mm -hmm. the 11 on your pants instead of the zero, whatever mm -hmm. it was. Mm -hmm. So zero to nine was acceptable. The 10 and 11 and up was like, ah, oh, on the <laughs> lower half. That sucks. <laughs> and, and you know what? And, and it's funny, though, because that's, you know, and I've talked about this in a lot of different sports. You know, I, I do I do a lot of media for a lot of different sports. And it's just funny to see the way that the elite athletes and the way that their mindset tends to differ from the it's not not elite. I mean, really good athletes just differ from yeah. those who are not as elite. Um, it just, yeah. it just changes. Like, it's funny. Like you said, you know, you had to walk around with, you know, a number 11 on your like, Ah, Hey, by the way, anybody who's upset with their number 11, <laughs> uh, CrossFit game shorts, 
um, hey, shoot me a message. I'll give you my address. You can send every one of those to me. All right. All those 18 pairs of shorts that you got for that year. I'll take every one of them. So that's too funny. Yeah. I mean, saying, I'm, I'm not sure there's a lot of CrossFit masters games, athletes walking around with a size 38 waist, but yeah. if there are, I'll take them. All right. I've listened. I've, I've thinned out my closet with all of my gear. Like that's one of the blessings. So again, my wife is amazing. She's so organized. She's, but she's also gone. Okay. How much of this stuff do you really need? You're yeah. hanging on to a lot of this stuff for what reason? So I like have one container and it has every year wrapped up with, you know, the either the badge or whatever it is I got. The only thing I'm trying to find is the medals, because when I went through like having to move and do all that, I I, I cannot locate my medals. I'm sure I'm with them somewhere safe, but yeah. it's kind of a bummer because I, I, I don't have oh, any yeah. of those. So. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah man. but you probably, I mean, with all the medals that you have, I mean, Lord knows you probably had to rent out a bank vault, you know, <laughs> I, mean, my goodness, I wish they were, listen, I wish they were like real, I wish they were like <laughs> tangible because there, there'd be something there, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of funny because there's, there's a, uh, you know, just having them regardless of this first, second or third, you're always excited. The first, first medal I ever got was a third place. And I was like, I was next to the guy that had the first place and they put our medals on and I didn't know it looked the same to me. Yeah. They put the gold one on me and they gave him the bronze. <laughs> I mean, you never, never got off the podium so fast in your life. I better get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. But immediately he like came to me and goes, Hey, I think you got my medal, bro. And I was like, I think Oh, you shit. got my medal. Uh... Yeah. But, um, yeah, but it's, and, awesome. and it's kind of comical because then you have like the thought process. And again, I'm blessed to have any one of those. If I'm, if, even oh, if yeah. I'm in the top five at the games, I'm, it's, it's an amazing feat because it's the top five in the world. And it's that whole Annie Sakamoto hug thing at the very first games where it's like, man, okay. So you're upset to be third in the world, you know? So we have to be very cautious, but during the time I spent a little bit of time up in, in Cookville, I was working out with Rich and those guys quite a bit. And at one point I was like looking and I was like, what the heck? His son was has like a medal and he's like tossing it around <laughs> and it's like strung around the dog holding it and running around. And I was like, Rich, that's like one of your medals, bro. And he goes, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. That's the second place. <laughs> so he, he immediately was like i don't care about that one <laughs> hey okay well here you go Let, while while we're talking then let's do this yeah all right so where's that hang on i'm grabbing something okay go ahead uh-oh oh, sounds here heavy we here we go all right ready so Demon. while we're talking about medals all right so ron ron while we're talking about your crossfit games medals and and i'm sorry that they confused your third place in the world for first place one day <laughs> so let me let me show you my 2017 triple threat throwdown medal oh, shoot. Right, here we go so it's it's a 10 pound weight all right the the second place got a five pound weight and the third place got a two and a half pound weight all right <laughs> so awesome. and, and it's written if you can see it, it's written with uh, uh, with a sharpie right up here. There you go, 2017 <laughs> triple threat throwdown. So that's my medal. I don't know if I wore it around my neck, I'd have to go to the chiropractor tomorrow. I hope so, it was a local event, bro, because having to carry that thing back with you on oh, the yeah. plane is, is oh. like got to be ridiculous. Oh yeah, dude, it was it was like 40 minutes away. Oh yeah. yeah. I, so here you go. Are yeah. you ready? Okay. So I get it's my turn to brag. Okay. So I I always joke with my wife whenever we drive. It's it's in Hutto, right? Hutto's in Texas. It's like 45 minutes away. And, and you know, Hutto is in the direction of several places that we go frequently. 
And so every time we're driving through the Tiffany gets like, she gets car sick. And, and so she's always driving. Right. So I get to be yeah. the passenger princess. Well, when we're driving, all right, we're driving, we're always driving South through Hutto. And so I'm sitting in the passenger side. And so Hutto is mainly over this way. And so I kind of, we'll be driving. I'll be looking, I'll be leaning over. And she's like, what, what are you looking? She never gets it. She goes, what are you looking at? I go, well, you know, I keep looking for my statue. I, I won the triple threat throwdown twice in a row. I'm waiting for them to put my statue up over here. You know, it's a worry. Awesome. There's, 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 you know, 20 people in the division and, 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 That's and awesome. so it's, it's, oh yeah. So, so I figure while we're talking about, um, all of your CrossFit games accolades, we're going to bring up the triple threat throwdown. Thank you to, uh, um, uh, Hutto, Texas for my, cool. uh, dominance. <laughs> I love it, bro. Oh yeah, I love so. it. I didn't realize it was with a celebrity. So I mean, I, I I'm waiting. Let me know when the statue comes up because I'll go visit it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's gonna be a statue made of tin foil, and it's gonna be about this big. So uh, awesome. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I know, I know. We've we've got all got way off base. This is like yeah, completely. Okay. You and I, especially because we could do that. And next thing you know, we're like, right here. Yeah, okay, yeah, so. Yeah. Last serious thing that we want to I want to bring up. Okay, I I've noticed a really interesting thing, and I don't know if it's maybe this happens anyway. Uh, you know, I know that you can go down the list of the games and you can talk about all these sponsors, and and you can you can bring up a lot of sponsors from a lot of different places. But mm -hmm. I think it's interesting because at the CrossFit Games, and so we're talking you know 2023 and before um, when all of them were together. You know, I know Reebok was international. Uh, Reebok was, a, you know, it's a German company. And, and so, but then they go to, you know, it seemed like a lot of them were, were American companies. It's interesting here. So the two companies, the two things that, that at least that I've seen big announcements about for, uh, the master's games are both European companies. And, and it's an interesting trend that I'm, I'm wondering if what's happening because CrossFit has always been a fairly American brand, and I know it's worldwide. So anybody who's not watching in America, please, I'm not saying it's not for you, but I'm saying, you know, it's the games have always been in America. It was started in America. I think the numbers are growing worldwide, but it's still largely an American pastime, if uh, lack of a better word. And so it's interesting to see how maybe what's happening is is these european companies that that have have had to grow in the midst of that community that maybe they're having to reach out to the masters and having to really interact maybe this is their way to get on on more of a worldwide stage not national i mean they're already on national stages and international stages but more of a worldwide recognized stage um with uh, uh raylan is am i saying that right it's it's the grip company yeah. So they're an, they're an official sponsor of the uh, of the Masters Games. Um, so you got you got Raylan signs on with them, and and so they're a UK company. And then you've got Northern Spirit is the clothing provider, the clothing sponsor for the games. And Northern Spirit now, some I've seen someone say that it was a Swedish company. I thought just because of the wording on their website, they talk about free shipping to France and the rest of the UK or the rest of of Europe. I thought that meant that maybe it was a French company, but I don't know. I, I'm either way. It's a European company. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think it's it's imperative, and and let me tell you why. What's happened over the last little bit with with just the the games in general, like you said, Reebok, very pretty large company, but some of the things that maybe people don't know that are, have haven't been around very long. About the time they took on CrossFit, they lost their their agreement with nfl 
okay. Yeah. So CrossFit was like a good kind of like transition for them into some other sport. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that really held well for them. And then they, uh, they were actually owned by Adidas as well. And so there was a lot of like good money in there and the good things happening. Um, but I think just with the gravity of our, uh, financial situation here in the States and everything happening, um, a lot of that has been cut out and there wasn't really that much participation for any part of CrossFit other than the very elite. And I think those smaller companies or the, even those bigger companies that are European companies coming in, it gives them an opportunity to show their wares, number one, to a really good group of buying individuals, but at the same time, um, you know, kind of introducing them to themselves to the States because I guarantee coming home from the games, those masters athletes that are wearing it or that, that were there looking and buying their stuff are going to be talking about the quality of the product and this, that, and the other. It's like, it's the no kind of like, I look at it like the noble effect after Reebok stepped out and noble, noble stepped in, they exploded, mm -hmm. they exploded and their quality of clothing is really good and everything like that, you know, but, um, they just blew up and now what they, they connected with the NFL now and all different kinds of things. So there's a, a process to, I think what's important to the companies. And a lot of that like has subsided here in the States where a lot of these other countries have companies that are coming into CrossFit that it's still a new sport there and it's getting bigger. I mean, speaking to Scotty, um, Scotty is like, obviously our connection with, um, Australia and he, I mean, they still run huge events and, you know, we've talked to him a little bit because it's like, he's trying to make plans now to be at our event and he's having to do these things because he has so many MC jobs and stuff that he's doing in Australia. And he said, there's constant flow. I don't know if you can hear lawnmowers bother me, but now nah, we're good, buddy. Um, but you know, there, there's, it gives opportunity to those, to those country, those countries that have, or those companies that are from other country countries that are maybe providing for their athletes now. Um, uh, man, it, it just, it's wide open for us as masters. And at this point, it's a, it's an easy fit because there's maybe not as much opportunity, right. Yeah. For, for those, the, those divisions. So, um, yeah. I'm sorry. And I interrupted you. I don't remember if you remember your train of thought, but I was, I was You're thinking fine. and I was like, yeah, I, I'm just excited to see those companies come in because hopefully there's, there be some kind of substantial, like, um, financial commitment too, where they'll, they can, instead of, you know, the purse being 10,000, it may be more, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, absolutely. But we haven't heard well, anything about that yet either. Have we? It and, and I think joining on, you know, it, it shows a level of excitement. And, and so, yeah, I mean, that as they see growth, because I think this is one of the things and it's important for us as masters and, and, and business people, like you have to look at things, not just for how is it right now, but how is it if we look in two, three, four, five years in the future, um, where do we see growth? I mean, because that's, that's part of businesses is, is you have to grow with it. And, yeah. and if Raylan and, and listen, if anybody from Raylan's watching and I'm messing your name up, I'm so sorry. I'm from Texas. We, you know, we, we say things the way we think they're said, <laughs> but, um, you know, and, and Northern spirit, they look at it and they say, Hey, you know, there's gonna be a lot of people at these events and, and they recognize, you know, we talk about it all the time. It's kind of like number one on talking point of master's. Mm -hmm. 
CrossFit is the buying power of masters. You know, I mean, if they jumped in and they said, you know what, this is an opportunity because I, okay, here's the deal. I'm actually really excited about Northern spirit. Um, because so I, I, I had this up and me and Jason looked at this the other day, dude, dude, this is some good looking clothes. Um, yeah. you know, they got a, a I mean, a, a nice table too. That's fantastic. That has a, a listen, I, I, I don't know if this is true or not, but in my mind, that has a very European flair to it. Like that feels like a, like a soccer kit. And I love yeah, it. Does. It really does. It, 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 oh, yeah. it does the uh, colors and stuff like that. Oh yeah. It's absolutely fantastic. You know, and then, and so I, you know, obviously it looks like they did the French, French throwdown, but you know, I mean, great looking, great looking shirt. I, I don't know. I, I don't wear a lot of crop tops, so I, I'm not yeah. a good judge of crop tops. Oh, um, yeah, it depends how hot it is. Which, and then, no and what's, what's the, top. what's the open athlete that wears, he does the crop tops. Oh, it's, um, um, oh my gosh, Nick Matthew. Yeah. Nick, yeah, Matthew. Nick Matthews. Yeah. He's, he's into him. So listen, hey. dude, me and me and Nick Matthew have very different body shapes. Okay, buddy, let's throw that out there. <laughs> and then, but I'll tell you this. Okay. Listen, if I look like this in this shirt, I will pay yeah. so much money for this shirt. Just like, spread your arms I mean, out a little bit wider. It looks oh, like oh, all dude, you have to do is I mean, walk around. The, the lats, the taper. I mean, my goodness, dude, this is, but, but, but seriously though, like it's, it's really cool because it's a great opportunity for exposure. I didn't know Northern Spirit existed. Um, yeah. And now, dude, I show, I'm going to show up to the games and and I may be able to get a, a CrossFit Masters Games Northern Spirit shirt. Like, I'm really yeah. excited about that. I know. Um, you know what? And, and here's the deal, man. If it makes me look like this, dude, I mean, <laughs> like, like, here's my bank account number. Like, charge me whatever you want, you know? <laughs> So I don't know. It's just, it, it's an, it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting trend to see if that continues. If, yeah. if maybe the European companies see this as their opportunity, maybe to not have to pay some of the prices that you have to pay for the, the young guys. Yet, again, I'm still trying to figure out what the, how to say all this because the, yeah. the game for the masters is still the games. And, and, but I, you're going to say the games for the individuals and the teams. I, I don't know right. the, the Fort Worth right. games, the Birmingham games. I'm not even trying right. to say this. Yeah. But, yeah, you, you, I, you, I, I agree. I agree. Sponsorship will be less. So mm -hmm. I, I, I hope, hopefully not. And again, I just hope that we can somehow learn to tap into the things that are, um, I guess, kind of proprietary to what we do or who we are yeah. as masters. You know, I've joked around about it, but it's like, hell, we, I, nobody's contacted ARP. They're <laughs> contacting these companies that like that have a vested interest in who we are as masters athletes. And it doesn't oh, yeah. necessarily have to be healthy. Granted, we wanted to, but you know, if you, if we were to, to sit and talk to every single masters athlete and go, okay, what do, what, what do you guys like to drink? Oh, we love bourbon. Okay. Guess what? You have friggin' Johnny Walker or one of these other companies come, how much money do they have to spend? And what's their budget for that stuff? Oh, yeah. You know, so oh, yeah, man. there's opportunity complete different opportunity for us than there is for the teens and yeah. different too, because we as masters have life outside of working out. And a mm -hmm. lot of the younger guys don't, you yeah. still have, like you, you do have some of the athletes that are starting to have kids and whatnot, but their life is surrounded and um, provided for by their sponsors that allow them to work out 24 seven yeah. and rest. Oh, yeah. I always used to, I always used to not really admire, but go, how is this possible, humanly possible? I would look at Whoop and look at Brooke Wells resting. Yeah. She always met 100% of the hours that she'd be, she, she should be resting. And I'm like, I'm looking at mine. And some days my, what was it? Your, not your stress, but your like, um, 
your uh, what am I thinking? The um, the body stress level was mm-hmm. I was at like 22 and like 24 is the highest you can go because yeah. lack of rest and working out for four hours and doing all this crazy stuff I was doing at the mm-hmm. time that pitcher i.e. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, that's like I was trying to keep up and do that as a master's athlete. And it's realistically, it's almost impossible. And I think the closest we can come is probably a Jason Grubb where he's now kind of formed his whole life around now he's coaching and he's doing nutrition and he's doing all these other things and he's selling all kinds of products and this, that, and the other. But if you have a preset job and you already have something you're doing, it's really difficult to break off from that and go, yeah, I'm going to give up my pension and all these other things to, to start traveling it around and, you know, have a podcast and do this stuff myself. It's like, it's almost impossible, I think. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 So, it, it, so, it is, so, so, so let me, let me, let me, let me do this. Let me try and put what you said into a nice little ball. Um, Cause you, you, you kind of, you kind of, you started here and you started going like this and then you brought it back in real fast. Yeah. Cause we were talking about, we we're talking about sponsorship stuff and, yes. and, and hoping that some of the new and exciting companies that are coming in, um, that while there may not, while the, the demands in terms of sponsorship dollars may not be as high as the individual games that, they're still high enough to create a, a, a possible prize purse that actually helps support and, and cover travel and cover training, cover food, because, you know, we've talked about it before and is it's a lot of money to go to Birmingham for uh, seven days, or if you're traveling from further, maybe longer, do all of the food, getting, you know, everything that is required. And so just trying to make it one, one trying to recoup money, but also trying to, you know, make it where people can provide for themselves in, sure. in this and, and, and the professionalism that gives, Hey, are you ready for this? Okay. So, yes, so we're going to start wrapping up, but I had this idea. You said, uh, bourbon. And I was like, I have the greatest idea of all time. Okay. And, 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 and so here you go. Hold on, so, maybe uh, don't tell me and we'll use it for MFC. Well, well, okay. Well, well, here's the deal. I'll say this. Like, we need to get here. Here's what we need. Okay. Could you imagine? So, so we're going to, here we go. This is, this is my media brain. All right. So you got Joe Rogan. Joe Grant has an incredibly popular podcast and t- Joe Rogan's primary group that he reaches is kind of that 30 plus age group. Ready? Okay. Yeah. So we, you can, you do that. What, he has also pushed and Buffalo trace. When he started talking about Buffalo trace, it blew up. You can't right. get it anymore because anytime wow. it shows up on a shelf, it's gone, right? And it's delicious. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay, here's the deal. Buffalo Trace shows up at the CrossFit Games, all right? And they're there with the with the Masters. They if they and they had a they had a CrossFit Games branded bottle. Ooh. Dude, one, everyone that even sort of thought they liked bourbon. Like this it wouldn't even be people like, "Man, I love Buffalo Trace. I love bourbon." No, it would be people that are like Hey, I've drank alcohol. That looks awesome, right? Yeah. Like, oh, they would sell that. Oh, it would be gone in a heartbeat. They'd make oh, so much sure. money. Everybody, be, dude. Hey, the the. the <laughs> of course, a- admittedly, it may work against the the branding of fitness, but you know the the Buffalo Trace CrossFit Games, um, dude. I, that would be the most popular booth out there. It, it, it you know what? It, I don't think it's I don't think it's far fetched because it follows along with who we are as masters athletes, and it's like. You know, it's and kind of what Jason had talked about as well. It's like there has to be um, you have to have a certain amount of, of, of downtime. You have to have that time where you're enjoying life, doing what you're doing. You know your body. 
you have you should have coaches that understand what you need as a masters and it's not going headlong into something it's being very cautious but also having the time to relax and enjoy life because granted listen i love to work out i've been really much of a slacker the last like actually five weeks six weeks and it's like it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with um like i said with the open for me but at the same time i know sorry they are right outside your window yeah he's 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 blowing right like literally at my chili goat right now <laughs> but um yeah so you know to have to have balance i guess mm -hmm. is what it is and does that mean that being healthy you can't enjoy a, a glass of wine or that you can't enjoy a, a glass of bourbon every once in a while it's not you're you're going out and get schlossed every single night but at the same time you're using that to enjoy have your downtime maybe even jump in the chili goat at night and and then have a bourbon after you know whatever it is it's like i i think there's a balance and there to unless unless there's an issue you know in your life yeah. where you can't oh, yeah, drink anything i would yeah. say i i think it's I think it's genius idea. I really do. And that, <laughs> that, that we haven't as competitions already headed into that is pretty amazing to me because there's a lot of things as masters we enjoy outside of athletics. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Absolutely. A lot of things that our families enjoy outside of athletics. And we were to bring those things into the realm of vendors at our yeah. competitions. It would be amazing. And oh, they, yeah. they probably wouldn't be able to like travel with the bags. Oh my God, this guy's killing me. <laughs> they wouldn't be able to travel with the bags of stuff that they would be carrying home. Oh yeah. And Absolutely. I just think it's a smart thing. It really is. You know, oh, yeah. not, why not make it a, um, why not make it something that's, that's, uh, you know, family friendly and yeah. also enjoyable for our, our side things that we enjoy doing. So I, I think it's I think it's genius. I like it. Let's call them Buffalo Trace. Let's call them. Let's call them. Well, you know what we it, it, this is funny. I, you know we could talk for another two hours, um, but yeah, but I we probably it. need to wrap. It's been been about an hour and five minutes. Um, hey, so if you have joined us on Instagram Live, thank you so much. Um, I saw some of your comments. We're going to get better at answering those and. Um, where would uh, they show up? Would they show up on the well, side? Well, they, well, here's where? the problem. Is they, they didn't show up on here because I didn't have it set up where I could do that. Uh, so I was I, I was kind of going back and forth and trying to talk about them a little bit. Um, and, if and you so, do that for next time, we can actually oh, yeah. like kind of head oh, them off. Yeah. So you're talking, I'll, I'll head them off. And, oh, but yeah, before we go, too, I wanted to point out I have my aerobic capacity shirt. Oh, yeah. And we had Chris Hinshaw at um, uh, MFC last year. He came out for just the joy of being there for master's athletes. And, and he's a dear friend of mine. I love him tremendously. And uh, we look forward to you having you back, Chris, if you're listening oh, gotcha. or if you're on there. But I can tell you right now, if you were to ask the amount of athletes, master's athletes in the world, what programming they follow, for their aerobic capacity or for their aerobic or endurance, I guarantee you, Chris is like number one. Oh, yeah. And it, he's he's an amazing person. He's just such a, yeah, and sorry for the plug. It, it sounds, but I was wearing it and I'm sitting here talking. I was like, I haven't talked about this once, but, yeah. um, you know, we're fortunate to have those kind of people participate with what we're doing because they believe in us as masters. And yeah. it'll be really interesting to see um, 
how everything's affected our game season um open season so yep. we're going to meet next week and have another really good discussion maybe after the announcement before the oh, announcement yeah. let's that talk one. about it and see what gotta you be say. after the announcement oh yeah no it'll yeah. be oh yeah baby so but um i'll be meeting with uh, jason and uh those guys tonight uh about seven o'clock so it'll be fun to talk to them as well but oh yeah i love Make you sure, yeah yeah, make sure you make sure you tune in, listen to listen to to Ron with uh, with with Jason and Rick, man. That's gonna be absolutely awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no great plug for aerobic capacity and and here's a plug for the podcast. Hey, do me a favor, go back to September of last year, um, listen to the podcast where uh, Coach Henshaw and I talk about why I would be the first to be eaten in a zombie apocalypse. Um, <laughs> I remember I'm, that one. Guys, I'm not joking, and uh, that was one of my favorite conversations of all time. Um, awesome. But hey, guys, thanks so much. Uh, really enjoyed this. Ron, always love talking to you, brother. So much fun. Um, the internet is an amazing thing that allows us yes, to, to get a chance to do this. So, it's hey, guys, so we're cool. going we're gonna to wrap it up. Uh, make sure you follow on YouTube. We'll put this up on YouTube soon. Make sure you follow on Apple or Spotify, wherever you are. Uh, man, the, the more follows we get, uh, the, the more that we're going to be able to kind of bring you some of the things that you want, be able to leverage some of those follows, leverage some of those numbers, um, yes. man, with, with sponsors and everything. It's always just a numbers game. So we'd love for you to support us in that way. Um, and guys, man, until next week, man, stay fit. Uh, keep enjoying life. Love you guys. Take care.